my name is Stephanie and your name is Robin. And we don't want to wait. We don't. We're talking about Smallville, season nine, episodes. Oh, gosh. Uh, Warrior. Uh, Warrior. Persuasion. Mm. Conspiracy and escape. Yes. So because Warrior was moved, we got a whole bunch of fun episodes. <laughs> one batch. <laughs> And did you notice there was like the same effect in about three of these episodes? What kind of effect? So, uh, the eye, the blue eye effect. The blue eye effect. I'm not. Rem- I'm not remembering. Of course, I haven't seen these episodes in close to a week, and because of like uh, ha- having to reschedule, I'm like a-, a little foggy on these. So I'm glad I take so many notes. <laughs> oh, I've watched these episodes like three times. I know nice. these episodes very well. I can quote them. <laughs> Uh, so who had the blue eye, blue eye effects? Well, um, does crap. What's Alec, her face? Alec what? Abrams does, does or uh, who? Uh, uh, the young kid, Stephen Swift. The I'm just um, looking at my no, first was, here. What's the girl? The girl that was on the mute, the mutant show. What's her name? The girl that was on the mutant Zantana. show. Zantana. Okay. Zantana. Zantana. It's it's like, it's Zatanna. It's not Z- San, it's not Santana. <laughs> It's not Santana. <laughs> Zatanna, she uh, put a, put the whammy on Clark to get her to get him to kiss her. Oh and so yes. he had the he had the blue eyes. Oh, in persuasion, and, everybody was doing blue eyes because they were getting yeah. affected by Clark's uh, power there. Right. Yeah. And then in uh, Escape, I think that was kind of the the eye thing too. Oh yeah, yeah, with the silver banshee. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into the episodes. We gotta talk some cults and ext- extreme beliefs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we watched the A and E special, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we actually haven't talked about this at all together. So, also, there was a New York Times article that had, you know, they they had actually had a a little bit of an interview with Allison as well. Did you read any of that? No. Okay. Well, what, 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 what did they? Uh, what did you think of uh, cults and extreme beliefs? Well, my first. Um the first thing I noticed was how many pictures there were of Kristen Crook. <laughs> yeah, who was involved in the early days, but she says that she uh, got out when it started getting weird. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she she does admit that she was a part of it and that it was exactly what, like, Allison was uh, – has been talking about it. Like, it was a, it's like a female empowerment thing. Um but uh, she doesn't say why she got out, but she, it, um, she like tweeted as long things. And she hasn't been implicated in anything, so I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Of course, I gave Allison the benefit of the doubt for a long time. But uh, holy cow. <laughs> holy cow. The whole description of the branding ceremony at Allison's house, huh? Yeah. Well, the, they were told it was going to be a, a tattoo. A tattoo. Yeah, that's right. And then they brought out the brand, and but they they're blackmailing them. They're they're taking pictures of them mm-hmm. and getting all this private information and holding it over their heads. If you right. ever try to get out, and just like um, if you're devoted to this thing, you won't you you won't mind about handing over what what they call collateral. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're super serious, and if you're super serious, you can get this tattoo with us. And oh my god, yeah, they were like they they mentioned how. 
you think of a brand like one hot iron going into a fire and then you know, like like a, a, a cattle being branded, you know, like just quick ranch uh, insignia and that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but this is like, uh, I don't know, some sort of like torch or something, not a tor- like a pen like torch. And they, it's like a forty-five minute process to sear it into your skin. They yeah, pretty much draw a, it on you. It's not a one-time thing. It's yeah. a, a couple of times they put in these these uh, initials Ugh. on your skin. And I like that they point out some news news places have not pointed out that the KR. Then you turn it and it says AM. They just point out the KR. But this one, this this show pointed out that yes, AM is a part of that. Yeah. I mean, and it's just this one lady's word. Uh-huh. Not that I don't believe her, but... Um, oh, there's been many. I mean, this this special was just about her. And, right. But there have been many that have uh, that have gotten out. I mean, I know when the New York Times first published their article, they had like a dozen brand pictures. So, you know, there's plenty of like people that won't, aren't brave enough as this uh, girl... Um, to go on national TV um, and say her name, but I mean, there are more. <laughs> yeah, it was funny how I felt like kind of mixed on on this woman, like, and I'm sure she admits it too. It's like, yes, yeah, this is a brave thing I'm doing, but I did a lot of harm on my way here. Uh-huh. She recruited like what thousands of girls or something. Yeah, thousands. <sighs> so okay, cat, get out. <laughs> I mean, she goes to the door, she meows, I open the door, and she runs off. (laughs) Uh, And uh, so, yeah, the New York Times article um, was, uh, uh, you know, a whole uh, talk about the the sex cult. But, um, yeah, they talked to, um, they talked to Allison as well. (laughs) It says like she's in her, she's in her appointment uh, in her apartment with um, paintings by her ex boyfriend <laughs> sitting around. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, she's probably. He, I, I imagine he uh, he dumped her. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I posted it in the Facebook group if you want to read it. Um, what Allison Mack's ex boyfriend? What the the paintings? The paintings that were sitting uh-huh. around. Uh-huh. They belong to her. They belong. They uh, they were his. But it's, it mentioned that it was her ex boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Of course, I don't know anything about it. But um, yeah, I took some quotes out of it and posted it in the Facebook group. Um, let me just read you. Um, Mac was Rainier's personal slave, according to the FBI. The collateral she gave him as her master was chilling. A contract declaring. That if she broke her commitment, her home would be transferred into his name and future children birthed by her would be his. As well as a letter addressed to social services claiming abuse of her nephews. And when slaves took nude photos and gave them to their masters as collateral, believing only women were involved in the group, Mac sent some of that collateral to Rainier. In one case, upon receiving digital photos, Rainier sent her a text reading, All mine, with a smiling devil emoji. Uh, perhaps in order to please him, Mac decided to take on appealing young young women as her slaves. She told me she needed to get right with her long-standing jealousy issues against younger, more attractive women. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's bonkers. Well, I mean, 
she is a, like I said, she's a victim. And hopefully all of this will, I mean, she, this is some messed up. This is messed up. Yeah. Hopefully she'll get some help and she'll get acquitted of this. And I mean, yeah, she's done terrible things, but mm-hmm. just because she was, you know, blackmailed into this. So I don't know. It's, you know, it's not as, I mean, and we can say that we would never do this. Right. We would never get involved in a cult that we would never fall for this. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's also men don't understand what it's like to be a female. You know, I've heard the Madonna song. I know what it feels like for a girl. Okay, but but also, I mean, you know, to have a man tell you, I'm going to tell, uh, you know, the police that that you were, uh, you know, abusing your nephews. Mm-hmm. Women are subservient to, to what a man says. We're used to that. We do what our daddy says. We do what our husband says. We're, it's just the, it's society. So to say that I would never. Yeah. It's just. It's easy. It's easy to say. I know, and I know. You know, it. She was probably, you know, a person that lacked competence. She was going to this group to get more of a handle on herself and and uh, to feel more confident and feel, you know, to get these teachings that made her feel better. But it, you know, and then she got wrapped into this web. But still, it's like. I mean, it's just like this other girl that were that I forget. I'm sorry, I forgot her name on the Cults and Extreme Beliefs program. It's like, yes, she's a hero and she came forward, but she also did a lot of damage. And gosh, all this stuff was at Allison's house. Um, yeah, and it's crazy because like Keith Rainier is like saying, "Oh yeah, I didn't know anything about any of that," but yet um, he was like sending texts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm really kind of sickened by the whole thing, <laughs> and I can't wait till we can stop talking about swabbles. So I don't keep. It uh, yeah, up. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, and you know, terrible things happen, and it's the world we live in. Cat, if you don't get out of this bedroom right now, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, the cat. It was brainwashed into loving you. You know, it's trying to serve you. You're you're its master. Uh, I know. I, it it has me. <laughs> Um, uh, trained but anyway yeah. <laughs> you know just like and i've always thought after you know watching going clear about the scientology mm-hmm. uh cult i always thought there's going to be more because scientology is getting away with this there's going to be more of this mm-hmm. but now scientology is kind of declining because people are are no, learning more about it <laughs> and are more aware of it but um you know, just like I've heard, people who are actors are dreamers mm-hmm. and are more, I feel like, are more susceptible. Not every actor, but, you know, people that have, there's just a certain kind of person who are looking to, um, oh, my God, cat, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving all this in. <laughs> cat, get out. There's a, just, the, the cat is a dreamer. Listen, it's, it just wants yes, you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just, anyway, I'm just saying, cults uh, are bad. Cults okay. Suck. And 
And at least we can say F you, Keith Rainier. And um, a, like, I don't know, it's me, it's like a 90% F you to Allison, even though I do feel bad and I love Chloe. <laughs> so, um, but she's, Chloe's a fictional character and I can still love her without approving of, uh, I mean, gosh, I don't know how many different Tom Cruise movies I love. Uh, so, so I know everybody. Huh? Everybody's super excited for this next Top Gun movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Mission Impossible <laughs> is my next one. I'm going through the series. Uh, so I'm excited. Anyway, that now we're really veering away from Smallville. Remember that time Tom Cruise was on Smallville, though. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, there was another thing uh, that came out. Did you hear the uh, Inside View podcast? Uh, Michael Rosenbaum talked to Justin Hartley this week. No, but uh, I need to get it on my iPhone so I can listen while I go to Desiree's house tomorrow. I haven't heard it yet, but the uh, Krypton site put in an article saying that Justin was talking about how Smallville was thinking about doing a Green Arrow Lois spinoff at one point. So I'm, I'm assuming it was like right after he showed up and he was in a relationship with Lois. And maybe they were thinking about – and then, you know, I, I know at one point they were thinking about doing a Lois Lane show as well. So maybe those two ideas were kind of, you know. Getting spun into one, but they were going to call it like Metropolis, which is funny because you know there's this recently like shelved project that uh, is called Metropolis that was going to star Lex Luthor and Lois Lane, <laughs> uh, but they shelved it, um, and that was supposed to come on this new DC digital uh, service that coming that's coming out soon. But was this animated or live action? Uh, live action, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm still expecting a Smallville reboot announcement any day now. Mm. Uh, also, uh, uh, Stephen Amell really wants Justin Hartley to guest on Arrow. And uh, as much as I'd love to see that, and I'd totally watch that episode if uh, if it happened, I honestly don't think Justin Hartley is too, uh, you know, probably doesn't have plans to jump back on the CW anytime soon. <laughs> no. Now that he's doing This Is Us. Yeah. Really, I can't believe he did a... Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about the when I tried to interview Justin Hartley? No. <laughs> this this kind of shattered my vision of him, but uh, but uh, you know I've seen other interviews and he's he's a good guy. But it was just like anyway. So th- I did that whole 2010 press room for Smallville uh-huh. for before their tenth season, uh-huh. and it was awesome. You know I. I met Tom, I met Erica, I met uh, John Schneider, um, I met uh, Brian and Kelly, the showrunners, um, I met Cassidy Freeman. <laughs> um, but Wait, also- can, I, can we go back? Is Kelly a female or a male? Uh, uh, a female. Okay. Brian Peterson, Kelly Satters. All right, I had to have a picture, a mental picture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> pretty soon you can watch the interview because it won't have any spoilers because it's me asking about the 10th season. Um uh, uh, but uh, Justin Hartley was there too. Uh huh. But uh, he refused to do any on-camera interviews because he didn't have his makeup. <gasps> <laughs> Which made me just like go, "Oh, you suck, man! What the hell?" <laughs> but, oh my I mean, gosh. I don't and I'm know. sure I'm sure he looked fine. He did. I saw him like he was he was still in there. He was doing like audio interviews. He was sitting at the tables, you know, uh-huh. and doing audio interviews. But he wouldn't do any on-camera. <laughs> And I looked at him I'm like, dude, you look great. <laughs> like, you're Justin Hartley. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Maybe – I don't know. I didn't see any like pimple or anything that was <laughs> that would be distracting. 
<laughs> well, that's like, you know, when Rose McIver was at Dragon Con, she wasn't doing pictures mm-hmm. because I guess she didn't have a makeup person with her. Oh, really? She just looked, you know, I mean, she looked adorable as always, but she wasn't like made up. Uh-huh. She was just like normal, normal made up. Like, uh, yeah. Which is like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe it's sexist, but to me, it's like, yeah, I would, I would give a girl a pass on that. Before I would be like, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's kind get, of get a grip, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, before I dig myself into a deeper hole, let's start talking about <laughs> Smallville. Uh, we were about to start talking about Warrior before I interrupted you. Uh, this is the one where Chloe dates a young teenager. Um, <laughs> this is the one. Where Smallville goes to a con, yeah, Metropo- Metropolis Con, the Metcon, Metcon, the Metcon, yeah. So this is Warrior. It's written by Brian Q. Miller, of course. Yes, he has he has a type. Oh really? What's his type? I don't I don't know. I can't. It's just um, it's high concept. Mm-hmm. It's quirky. Uh, yeah, I always find like his episodes are just fun. <laughs> yes, extremely fun. Yeah, like um, you know, with the way Lois is uh, directing Clark in her apartment mm-hmm. to to bring her costume. Like nobody talks like that, <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> but it's fun to listen to. <laughs> so, uh, Allison Mack directed this episode. Yes. Yep. There was no uh, feature on the DVD about her directing this episode, but yep. Um, and there was no actual story about it, so I got nothing for you. Okay, <laughs> she directed it, <laughs> uh, which is interesting I, I, because she is like one of the featured people in this too. So it must have been hard. Like she yes. had a lot of screen time, I think. Yeah, well, just like how back in um, Absolute Justice, it must have been hard for Clark to prep the part two. You mean Tom? When what I say? Clark. Clark. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> you know, same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To uh, to prep for his episode when it was so much going on, I'm mm-hmm. sure it was so big. All right, so we meet Alec Abrams, who is dying to re- read that Warrior Angel comic, but it's a collectible. And I just want to say, Alec is played by Owen Best, who played young Jason Teague in the episode Veritas oh. flashback sequence. And uh, so Alex steals the comic book and runs into a stormtrooper and <laughs> it's a girl. I can't see a thing in this helmet. It's, she quotes Luke Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> pulls off the helmet and is Lois. Yeah. These episodes, there's a lot of Lois costumes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we, we, we see her in the Wonder Woman later, which... Uh, the- Sorry. The Wonder Woman slash Xena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does look a lot like modern day uh, Wonder Woman. You know, what we had Gal Gadot look like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, da, 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 da. Lois tells Chloe that Clark's been avoiding her, and she also suggests uh, Chloe try dating. And then there's this uh, Alec opening the magic comic book. There's explosions, a globe falls, and then Chloe is saved by Warrior Angel. Who so basically it's like they they took the uh the Captain Marvel slash Shazam uh story and turned it into Warrior Angel. You know that, right? The Shazam. I mean you'll know it soon because there'll be a movie. There's a movie coming out with Zachary Levi Le- Levi or whatever. 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. It's, a, it's about a little boy <laughs> that gets the powers of a superhero. And when he um, says Shazam, he turns into a full grown, like big, bulky Superman like guy. It's adorable. And I think they cast this guy really well. This this role really well. This guy has a little boy, <laughs> you know, uh, a element to him, a sense of a little boy. Yeah. Um, do you remember uh, the episode Apocalypse where uh, Clark sees like what could have been if he never came to Smallville or whatever, and uh, mm-hmm. how you know? And Chloe was uh, getting married. She, he met Chloe in the streets. Uh, her fiance. That, that, this is the same actor, Carlo Marx. Uh, so I'm they already had it. chemistry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he does play the, like the boyish side of uh, Stephen Swift really well, the Alec Abrams side. Yeah, um, I love the moment where Clark takes down a crook with one can while he's on the phone with Lois. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. Ping. <laughs> and then like and you then, said, oh god. And then she says, "What's that whooshing sound? Oh, I've got the truck window down." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then we see her costumes in her closet. Did you recognize every one of these? Oh yeah, like the French maid was from the first episode of season eight. eight. Odyssey, yep. Uh huh. The red leather was when she was cage fighting in combat. Yep. There's mm-hmm. one more. Uh oh, the bikini, the <laughs> flag bikini yep. from when she. Was on the pole that one time <laughs> when Lois hit the pole, <laughs> exposed. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, uh, <laughs> Poor Erica Durant. Uh, but uh, uh, good, good for me. Uh, anyway, uh, well, I am digging a there's, hole today. I'm sorry. There's a lot of talk about uh, fantasy. Like Clark doesn't get the fantasy element of. Cons and costume, you know, yeah. it's supposed to be, you know, duty and responsibility. And... Mm-hmm. But I, I take that as, you know, like I work in healthcare, and people think what healthcare is is fluffing pillows, and <laughs> you know, and it's not. <laughs> right. You know, when you do it, the reality of it is not what people think it is. Um. Yeah, I know, and it's like when these sexy nurses, like, I see a sexy nurse at a party, and I'm like, do you know how to intubate? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nurses are not sexy in real life. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not very popular at Halloween parties either, so. Um, oh, uh, uh, so at the con, there's, speak, speaking of costumes, the con, there's all sorts of awesome uh, Easter egg costumes. Okay, so first uh-huh. off, I freak out because I see red red jacket, blue shirt. <laughs> yes, that was cute. <laughs> Uh, but there, if you look in the background, there are people dressed up like Bart, Cyborg, Kara. There's even a classic uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary. Uh-huh. Um, there is also Angel of Vengeance walking around. <laughs> so uh, uh, I was very excited. There was all these Easter eggs, and it's almost like they're Easter eggs, but they're also like here are here are kids that live in a city that. Uh, Actually has superheroes and they've been spotted And stuff so they may be Dressing up just like them not like It's not like an easter egg they're they're Their heroes are real mm-hmm. So I don't know. So yeah Zatanna shows up um, Oh I kept Thinking 
that she said we need to talk blur but it wasn't it was uh, we need to talk blue blue yeah yep uh yes. and, I, and i wonder what lois was thinking like what is she talking about <laughs> yeah he's not wearing blue was he <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, cursed comic book. Lois gets the uh, Amazon princess uh, costume. She says, "Stop gawking and prosper." <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a great line delivery. That was hilarious. <laughs> and I love the fact that it's like it, it's a, it's very realistic. She's at a con. The line for the ba- the girls' bathroom is you know a mile long, so she just beelines for the guys' bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I read that it could be a Kevin Smith reference. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, something about Kevin Smith and his comics has a lot of females coming out of male bathrooms or huh. something like that. But yeah, I'm surprised Kevin Smith never directed an episode of uh, Smallville. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finally, he finally broke into it by doing the Flash, but you know, that was years mm-hmm. later. Uh, Lois is a little jealous of Zatanna, so she hooks up with a barrel-chested gladiator to you know go and investigate. Uh, this missing comic book. Oh Lord, there's a million of those at Dragon Con. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, seven seven hundred. What was the movie? Three hundred. Weren't that 300. many? <laughs> <laughs> movie three hundred was so many years ago. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Stephen and uh, Chloe are hanging out. Uh, Stephen tries some black coffee, and uh... <laughs> he asks for milk. That was cute. That was so cute. Oh, I like where she says something about that she works with superheroes, and he says, "No dads talked about that on career day." <laughs> yeah, and she talks about and she he he noticed that notices that she's actually like bored about it, you know. Um, but uh, oh, uh, by the way, the movies that are playing are Afterburn and Hotel Medina. Uh, so I don't know what those are. I don't know what that means, but I'm after that, burn. That kind of sounds better. They those sound like real movies. Yeah. Afterburn's <laughs> been playing for weeks, but Hotel uh, Medina was new. Oh, he takes down a bully. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was oh, I was just going to say that um, Lois asks Chloe if she and Clark both swore off whimsy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, it, this the, you know the theme of the episode is to teach uh, Clark and Chloe to believe in I don't know fantasy again and good things. Yeah, but okay. When I think about going to a con, I don't think about fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. or when I watch genre television, I don't. I mean, yeah, maybe it is an escape, but I don't think of it. And I, and I think that the world looks at people that go to cons. When they say, oh, they're losers, they're geeks, they're pathetic, they think that they are trying to um, forget who they are and try to be somebody that they're not. Mm -hmm. And I don't look, I don't ever get that. I look at more of it as a creative thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. I mean, a lot of them are really creative. So I don't think... The world, when the world looks at people that go to cons, they I don't think they see them in the right light. I don't think they see them. Well, there's some people who just like dressing up like Superman or like dressing up like uh, Bane or something, you know? Yeah, just it's not, sometimes it's not that deep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just like you challenge yourself to, uh, I mean, I, I wish I was that creative. 
but too. Oh, I do too. That every time I go to a, uh, like I, I've got, I got to go. Shoot, I've got to go to a fabric store and get the material for my DragonCon costume. I go in there and I would love to be able to just like create something to make something, but oh, I, the, that is not me. I you left you left a dangling thread. Now people want to know what you're dressing up like. Or is, are you I'm not going to tell anybody. You're revealing that on the red carpet. Yeah, I'll. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I will send you. I'll send. I'll put a pic. I will post a picture of the pattern that I ordered from eBay the other day that I that <laughs> just arrived in the Facebook group. Yeah, and then I'll let people guess what the <laughs> costume is. Okay. Because it's funny. I mean, I'm I'm assuming you were inspired by um, Smallville in some way. Uh, so you're no. doing Zatanna this this year? No. No. All right. It's more current, more, uh, but more relevant, more. More relevant. Smallville's yeah. very relevant. <laughs> <laughs> to, for some people. <laughs> uh, all right. So so uh, Stephen takes out a bully. Says it's not fair. It's not right. And uh, there are wedgies and uh, apologies and. Um, meanwhile, Clark is striking back at Zatanna by talking about. He says, "You can't expect magic to be an exact science," <laughs> which is a great line. Um, and uh, they talk about uh, how he has X-ray vision. With a gift like that comes responsibilities. And then, um, yeah, Zatanna like sets the mood and uh, jumps on his lap and and gets him to kiss her. Uh, but luckily, Ooh. Clark is able to break out of the spell, which is interesting because that is a weakness of uh, Superman. Um, hot, gir- hot girls and top hats. No, I mean uh, magic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, bah, 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 bah. Ollie is. Uh, let's see, Ollie. Oh, Ollie is. Uh, Ollie is coming out of the. Daily Planet office again. It's more make make Clark jealous, make Lois jealous. Uh, you know, so Clark is jealous of Oliver, who's who's like sitting there talking with Lois at her desk, and and uh, he warns her that she's looking pretty pissed. <laughs> and uh, da, da, da. If there anything happened between the farm boy and Lady Fishnets, I'd be the first to know. It's funny. Um, so anyway. They find letters from Alec who says he wishes he was a hero. He could have saved his parents that way. And we go to Chloe's apartment where um, Chloe and Steven are playing with Lois's Xbox. And (sighs) this little device called uh, Project Natal, or Natal, which which turned out to be, when it was released like a year later, the Kinect. So this was like... This was cool when you saw this on Smallville at the time because it was like, what? What is this all about? Like, the the Xbox is uh, doing something that can pick up your motion and you can. So I don't know. It was it was in development. At the oh, time. see, to me, I I, I didn't even. I, I'm so used to that. Yeah, exactly. That it didn't catch my attention at all. But at the time, it was a big deal. Okay, I see. And what, what caught my attention was that Chloe decided to join in on the game, and she was standing behind a coffee table. I'm like, yeah. that thing wouldn't pick up your leg. It's hard enough. See you. And I was thinking to myself, man, it's probably, you're, you guys, I think, are too close to the TV, too, because that's, that's the one thing I have a problem with my Kinect is that 
any room I end up putting it in is too small. <laughs> I need like a big game room and then I'll whip that thing back out again. That's what she said. Um, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so Steven realizes he can fly and they go out to the roof and for some reason, Chloe trusts him enough to just kind of step off the roof with him rather than being like, hey, why don't you like go off the roof and fly around a bit? And then come back and get me. <laughs> <laughs> it just surprised me how how she trusted him. Well, yeah, it was just all so quick. Yeah. But she got her Lois Lane moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Chloe, before she's sitting there looking at him like, this is not the evening I had planned. <laughs> I thought I was going <laughs> to... Yeah. Uh, get all up in that uh, six pack and mm. pecs, and uh-huh. now we're playing Xbox. <laughs> Thank goodness, because the scene later, she's uh, looking at this comic and she realizes, "Oh, Stephen <laughs> Swift is this kid! Oh my god!" And then they def- they find out that if Warrior Angel was betrayed, he became Devilicus. So this isn't a origin story; it's a villain. Uh-huh. It's the story of a villain. So there's like a little bit of uh, messing with what we've known from before here. And that, yeah, um, Warrior Angel and Devilicus were like uh, hero and villain or whatever. And, you know, I, maybe we didn't learn enough about it to see that one turned into the other. Um, but the biggest thing about Warrior Angel that I remember from watching Smallville is that he's bald. <laughs> and that Lex Luthor loved Warrior Angel because here's a hero that's bald. And now... For some reason, this warrior angel has hair, <laughs> mm. which I think was just kind of like, I don't know, a cop out, I guess. Maybe they didn't uh, think Chloe would test well against a bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> Says the show that thrust Kristen and Michael together for a, a year. Um, and there was thrusting. Anyway, uh, so we go, <laughs> we go to... Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen reacts badly to Chloe confronting him, and all of a sudden he gets veiny and gets a tub of hair gel put on his head. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we actually, we actually, Brian, thank you, Brian Q. Miller. Uh, we actually see the first thing, first time Clark ever did a uh, shirt rip on on the TV show. Mm. It's the first time he rips his shirt open, and there's the S. It's a different S than the usual S. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. There's a confrontation. Chloe gets knocked off the roof. Clark catches her, and Alec uh, is returned, and he's all tears and apologize. And he gets his own loft scene for some reason. Clark decides to bring him all three hours away to Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> But it was a, it How's was a, Chloe? Well, how do you think she is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like you can't do these scenes unless you're like in the in the loft with the sun going down or the sun coming up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, well, it's a mandatory. You have to have an emotional. I think this is a CW mandate. Yeah, you have to you have to have that ending emotional scene at mm-hmm. the Kent Farm for sure. Because it's just like on Supernatural. They have to have that emotional brotherly scene at the end of every episode. On Supergirl, they have to have the sister scene at the end. That's why I don't watch Supergirl anymore. 
Uh, I still got to catch up on it. Um, uh, last time I knew they were fighting the same supervillain. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, Alex is ashamed because he became a bully, um, which is something he hates. And uh, and uh, Clark says uh, the test of a true hero is not to let the sadness and the loneliness take over, which is almost like he's talking to himself. Mm-hmm. Everybody is worth saving, and a hero's work is never done. Which uh, is very Superman. Um, and so this little kid knows that Clark is a superhero. Mm-hmm. And he shows Clark uh, the drawing he did of the red, blue, blur when he was wearing red and blue. And mm-hmm. uh, it looks just like Superman, except it says RBB on his chest. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd like to edit that and just have it say RB. Um <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, my real name is Red Blue. Um, <laughs> anyway, I like the S better. So they move on to um, Zatanna hitting on Clark more. Clark says he found his fantasy somewhere else. Make sure she knows how lucky she is. And uh, Clark has to confess to Lois. And Lois already knows. Lois can, Lois can tell when Clark's lying. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cute. And then she grabs an intern and smooches him. <laughs> And Clark says he's rethinking fantasy and got them tickets to the costume ball. So they're going to the con costume ball, but we don't get to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go to the final scene. The hot scene. (laughs) Uh, Chloe walks in. She's got a bottle, a couple glasses. Ollie's doing archery. Can't remember the last time I had a good time. Ollie agrees. You you need to take the fun where you can get it. Sometimes it's right in front of your face. And so we get some intimate archery. How do I know when to let go? It's right there in your heart. It's right there between the beats. That's when you let go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think of this? Uh... Yeah, um, okay, okay. I don't it's, know what to say. I don't. To know. me, it's out of nowhere, but <laughs> they, well, but it's not because when Chloe was, uh, when she, wh- who was it that was? Oh, it was in absolute ju- absolute justice when mm-hmm. the little girl. My name is Courtney. Come find me, Courtney. <laughs> when Courtney told her you know that you got to make this a home you got to be mm-hmm. you've got to uh you've got to have fun times and not just get together when times are bad so and also this episode chloe you know they're clark is telling chloe no lois is telling chloe yeah she needs to uh, have some romance in her life mm-hmm. So it's not really out of nowhere. And then also, uh, Oliver, <clears throat> who was that that he was talking to? I guess it was an absolute. Oh, it was an absolute justice when. <clears throat> but this episode would have happened before absolute justice. <laughs> you looking at trivia, man? You taking my notes? <laughs> no. The 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 whole the whole thing about um, is that was is that my email? I'll let you. I'll I'll have you know that those messages between me and Canary were purely platonic. 
So the, there's extra meaning to that line if you realize that Warrior took place before Absolute Justice. Like, Ollie wasn't just embarrassed about these emails. He was embarrassed because he and Chloe were flirting together or whatever. Uh, starting something together. But no, uh, I just I felt like the, the whole... Um, just the whole, I mean, I understand they both were... And it, I guess it kind of makes sense, you know? Um, yeah, they're both at a place... Well, Chloe is not. And we find out this later. Chloe just wants some romance. Uh-huh. Not necessarily a commitment. Right. And Oliver needs to open his heart and not just have the just the romance and the fun, but have the commitment. Mm-hmm. Have the long-term thing. So... And this comes to a head later. Um, best Needle Drop, Car Stereo Wars, ep- a song called Smooth plays through this end scene. Um, it's not the Rob Thomas version. But <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move on to Persuasion? Yes. This is the one where Clark gets anything he wants. And this is actually also the first episode that I guested on Starkville's House of L for. <laughs> so mm. it's kind of a special one for me. Um um, but anyway, so of course I listened to that episode and, you know, skipping to the end, we, we, Derek and I talked a lot about how people were like up in arms about the ending of this episode, uh, about the imagery of, uh, someone attacking two towers and having them crumble. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a lot of people were like, whoa, 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 too soon. <laughs> What year was this? 2009? Yeah. So, uh... Yeah. I mean... I mean... Well, it's 2010, I, sh- I should say. 2000... I mean, we sh- I mean, well, you're close to New York. You're pr- yeah. pretty close. You're closer than I am to New York. Right, right. And, yes, it's still a it's still a big deal for a lot of people, New Yorkers and all. But um, then I'm sure out in California... People are like, way, 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 you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so far away from us, we can't relate. We, can't, it's not a big deal. But so I can see, I can see both. Sides. Like, how long are we supposed to not? Well, just like the Avengers, mm-hmm. there's still people upset that there are um, people attacking buildings in New York. Yeah, in the Avengers movies. I mean, what are we supposed to do, people? Yeah. <laughs> what are our other options? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I think Smallville didn't do themselves any favors by – it's so weird because the way these these towers were set up is that it was two towers, but really only one of them was the one that was shooting the energy to block out the sun back in Pandora. So I don't know if they didn't want to do one tower and have it relate to uh, – uh, like yeah, why Lord did it, of the Rings. <laughs> why did it have to do? Why did it have to be two towers? Yeah, yeah, that's what you're yeah. Saying. They could have just said one building. The building of Ralph. Like even using the word tower uh, mm-hmm. uh, lens. So it's like I don't know. But um, there was also the fact that Zod's like doing an interview, and it seems like he's at the base of the towers with all these innocent people, and Clark is like across town, <laughs> beaming light across and just blowing this whole building up, and we're mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, I was just tickled that he finally – he did what I suggested, yeah. which it just made sense. Just yeah. take the towers down. Every time they start to build them, take them down. Stop yep. it for, in any way possible from happening. 
but Chloe's kind of doing something and taking matters into her own hands and trying to she's working she's not working with Clark she's not telling Clark what's going on mm-hmm. no but the last thing I wanted to say about those towers is the fact that like this is Superman this is Clark he's a good guy he's going to x-ray the surrounding places and he's not yeah, going to take these towers down just anybody, like any collateral damage yeah happen. it's not like he was like full of rage enough to just not care about anybody else she, he's mm-hmm. this is a this is a very pointed attack and every time we were near those buildings there's like fences around it and stuff so I don't know yeah. but yeah people were outraged at the time wow <laughs> Um, anyway, so uh, da, da, da. oh yeah, so Clark wants a date, but it's Valentine's Day. Lois doesn't want anything to do about it. what a ripoff. <laughs> uh, and all these people like having dinner around them are like, "F you." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Except you." <laughs> <Not> you. <laughs> but then she says, "Like if she embraces it, bad things happen." And that's when uh, Clark gets some pixie dust blown at him. Um, and his eyes glow blue. Yeah, um, this fairy is played by Carmen Levine. Um, I don't think she's any relation to Avril, but she was in Man of Steel. Um, she played a waitress named Chrissy. And I don't know if you remember Man of Steel very well, but in the beginning, where he's like working up in basically Vancouver <laughs> um, at a, like a bar, and um, there's this waitress that's being hassled and. Clark like intervenes and gets a drink poured over his head, and then the trucker goes out and sees his truck like stacked on another truck. <laughs> she's the waitress. She's the waitress in that scene. Okay. Anyway, she's cute. Yeah, like a like a fairy. So yeah, Clark's got this power that he doesn't know he has, which is he gets whatever he he, he can persuade people into doing things. Uh, and he asks, uh, it's pretty interesting. Like I feel like we've done this episode before, but it's. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, because I'm it's at a Clark. Loss. Yeah, I'm at a loss of like. I, mean, I guess this reminds me of Truth uh, when Chloe gets everybody to tell the truth to her. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's others that are more directly. So Clark's Clark tells Lois that he wants a more traditional relationship, <laughs> <laughs> and so after he leaves the room, he uh, leaves the office. Um, she just immediately quits. She's got to take care of her man, like a traditional yeah, woman is, would do. Which is hilarious because this is the complete opposite of Lois. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it's funny because it's like, does Lois consider herself? I guess. I guess if you want to say the word traditional, you're going back to like being. Donna Reed, which is how she imagines it. And I think I saw you like the post that I put up there on the Facebook group. It was like a picture of Lois from this episode, all dressed up in her Donna Reed outfit and uh, um, uh, like a cover of Superman um, number 36, I believe it was, where um, Lois is dressed. That was, it was inspired by that. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, see, I would like to, to know... I'd like to read the comics from back then to see what Lois was like because, you know, our image of Lois Lane is the one from the movie, Superman yeah. movie. You know, how was Lois back in the 40s? She wasn't like subsur- she wasn't like your like the way women are usually written back then. I she had she was kind of like this like, you know, brassy reporter. Um I think she's she always was retrain- a which, retained professional. That. 
Yeah. She was a career. Even back in Adventures of Superman, the show, like, she was, she had a mind of her own, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Lois is, throughout the ages, all, like, are in love with Superman. And sometimes it seems like it's out of nowhere. She's like, he is Superman. But, um... But they, I, I, I think they also retain like their own. I don't know. Um, they're smart. They're not like dummies. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just want to serve all the time. You know, I don't. I haven't read a lot of comic books, but the, what I notice from comics is they're always more progressive than television or movies because it's like comic audiences can handle bigger ideas different ideas better than we have to please the complete entire public when we do television yeah. or film we can't do anything Testing outside the, the box we got to yeah. be got to be safe so cross all four quadrants or whatever <laughs> they put it yeah yeah uh so chloe is making passports and ids for the kendorians um and um she so this goes along with clark's we got to be friends i can't make them my enemies i got to be friends with them yeah. And then they're going against Zod. Zod doesn't know that Clark's doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, this is where he's like, they get into like kind of a squabble about the the what he's doing, being friends rather than you know, hey, these this, these people like murdered me in the future. <laughs> Please stop them. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you just for now focus on watching my back? And mm. Chloe says, Clark, I will protect you, whatever it takes. <laughs> Uh, which I, I don't know. I it it goes sort of far in this. I think it could have gone a lot farther. <laughs> Chloe's dedication to protecting Clark, but um. Anyway, uh, we see we meet uh, well, Aaliyah and Feora get their IDs, and Clark just wants to know who killed his father. Can we talk about Aaliyah's eyes? Yes. <laughs> Why does she have weird contacts? I don't know. <laughs> Was okay. I figure that it goes back to the beginning of season nine where we see her and she just has to look otherworldly. Yeah. And I mean, so that's then, the only thing I'm thinking. She has to look like an alien. Yeah. And then they have to continue it. <laughs> yeah. What interests me here is that, uh, you know, Clark, I, I don't know, maybe I, I didn't have a chance to go back and rewatch the scene, but it seems like. Aaliyah and Fe- uh, Aaliyah would say like, "Oh, I killed your father." <laughs> like, like he's asking, he wants to know. He wants to know who killed his father. Yeah, I don't understand Feo uh, Aaliyah at all. I don't. Under- she just when she does confess to Zod, it's just I don't know what her uh, motivation was. It was just like out of nowhere, <laughs> or I missed something. I don't know. Uh-huh. But we'll wait till we get there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Lois moves. It says she's moved in. She and she's waiting for for a proposal. And I loved how the uh, score did a bit of a Jaws theme at this point. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, because Clark is she's freaking Clark out because this is going off too fast. Yep. Because they have decided they have talked about this. They're going to go slow. Mm, yeah, their relationship is going to go slow. They're gonna. Um, they don't want to mess up their working relationship, so. I love that Shelby does a little cameo here. In the, in the fact that he won't he he won't even eat Lois's uh, pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. Um, and she tells Clark that she quit, and now she's his ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and she keeps talking marriage and he pretty much runs away. <laughs> uh, Zod's closeness gets a bit extreme when he decides to walk in on Tess's bubble bath. Oh, God. <laughs> trying to be sexy. I'm trying to be sexy. I'm uh-huh. trying to be sexy. Uh-huh. Uh, and Tess. Not sexy. Tess pulls off sexy effortlessly uh, when she, like, <laughs> stands up and is just like, where's my towel? Uh, <laughs> Uh, and she tells him that Zod is the past and Clark is the future. Zod's pissed because Clark is doing all these identities, like you said, and Zod didn't get one. Uh, Zod also knows that Tess hopes the Kandorians will save the Earth under um, Clark's command and warns Tess that when he gets his powers, she's going to be in some trouble. Meanwhile, Lois has been scrubbing the floor for four hours, and Chloe walks With her a toothbrush. Out. With a toothbrush. <laughs> Chloe wants Lois out because Clark and Love always holds him back. She's been mm. through I don't know how many seasons of Lana and she's tired of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she gets really crushed. Like once Clark knows the real you, he's not going to like you. And the best thing mm. you can do for him is to leave him. What I like about this episode is that Clark actually knows that Lois is under the influence rather than this person's acting out of character. I'm sure nothing's wrong. <laughs> yeah. But what is it? So she, he, she goes. He goes to the ferry. What was? Because she ate a box. Lois ate a, bo- a box of chocolate, so it could have been something like that. But then he discovers the fairy dust is from a quarry in Smallville. Ah, of course, meteor rock. Uh, meanwhile, Lois is crying over how much Clark would be better without her, and she doesn't know the first thing about family time or dinners at home. And now she's going to just leave Clark and Smallville. And Clark wins her back over by saying they're going to be together always and forever, which Lois immediately takes as a proposal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. I love the Lois stuff, but I think my second favorite is uh, Dr. Emil Hamilton. Uh, (laughs) Clark tells him to calm down. He turns into like Mr. Cool and relax, (laughs) grabs a brew. That was cute. Uh, and uh, Emil says, um, this power of persuasion has got to be a great power, so maybe he should just chill and, you know, there's got to be something you're after, dog, you know? And then uh, Clark's like, oh, yeah. And um, then we cut to Lois, who's on the phone with Martha, asking for permission to wear the wedding dress. And then she says, actually, I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we can just hilarious dance. Lois just bebopping through the house and, and the wedding dress because uh, I guess that's what you do, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and she was she was calling everybody, calling her sister, trying to get her dad to come yeah. for the wedding. I'm only getting married once, Dad. Yeah, and uh, this is like the first time I think we've heard her call Lucy, who I thought like stole Lex Luthor's car and uh, is like a, a fugitive. A fugitive. I she's a fugitive. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I guess you know, girls dance around in their wedding dress when they get it. I mean, I can t- I can attest that guys just act like James Bond when they put their tuxedo on. They stand in the front of the mirror and there's they go, Bond, James Bond. <laughs> um, Clark confronts Zod, wants to know the truth, and Zod says he doesn't know. He didn't kill. He didn't kill Jarrell, but he, he knows. said test it. He says test. Mm-hmm. She's the only one who knew where Jarrell was, so that's who he thinks. Killed, killed Jarrell, so he doesn't even really know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Zod confronts Clark about, you know, being kind of, you know, acting more like a human instead of a Kryptonian and taking care of justice. And Clark, like, screams at his, like, don't you know that I would, you know, sometimes I want to be a killer like you? And then it convinces himself. <laughs> so, um, da, 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 da. Tess finds Chloe trying to put a super virus into the towers. And um, there's this huge fight between her and uh, Chloe. Mm-hmm. And Clark rescues her. Clark takes Tess away. It's not really and a rescue, gonna... though. Huh? It's not really a rescue. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because Clark's going to kill Tess himself. Oh, yeah. My father was murdered, and I'm here to collect. And Yeah, because, because Zod says... You're your father's firstborn, you know, it's your, uh, you're supposed to exact justice. Yep. So the firstborn, does that mean that, that Jarrell has more children? There is another, uh, <laughs> uh, spoilers. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was something you read into that, that I don't think it was ever intended, but. <laughs> okay. Just that, that it's Clark's responsibility yeah. to bring justice. Yeah. To uh, to Jarrell's murderer. There's an interesting thing here where Tess is like begging for mercy, and she says she actually says that she had no idea that the towers that they're building would take away uh, Clark's powers. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how Clark's powers work. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Clark is about to murder Tess, and Chloe uses the green K on him, which deactivates the persuader power. And um, we have this quick scene where Aaliyah uh, talks to Zod and confesses that she killed Jarrell, and uh, Zod shoots her in the head. Okay. Number one, why did Aaliyah kill Jarrell? Number two, why did Aaliyah confess to Zod that she killed Jarrell? Um, well, she was threatened by Jarrell. Um, she felt that. In serving her fellow Kandorians, that she should take care of Jarrell um, because she felt that Jarrell was a threat. Okay. And uh, since Zod's the commander, then I guess this is Leah felt it was her responsibility to tell Zod. Hmm. That was kind of dumb. She gets shot in the head for it. Aaliyah yeah. <laughs> is killed again this season. <laughs> <laughs> And they have a big ceremony, like a funeral pyre. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's weird that Clark's like, oh, this is my people. This is my uh, legacy. This is my culture, whatever. Um, And, yeah, um, Zod admits to Clark that he's the one that killed her. And uh, Clark isn't into executions. And um, Zod says that... uh, Clark is too weak to be one of them. And someday he's going to have to choose. Mm-hmm. This music was like Friday Night Lights music, but it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't recognize it. I, I didn't notice it. Um, and then... Uh, oh, the, oh, that's when Clark takes down the towers. Yep. And then when... Yeah, that music was bad, too. Uh, it was bad. It really... I, I, think the, I think the worst thing about it was it was like, this is, this is action. This is action. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Chloe realized, well, 
Aaliyah's dead. She can't kill me in the future. We're changing the future. There's only one way to be sure. Um, oh, we we skipped the part where um, Clark gets a message from Martha. That says tells Lois she if when you're ready you can borrow it. And oh, you have no idea what you have any idea what she means by that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it, it was like it's gonna happen, just not right now, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. In the future. And they promise to keep things honest between each other. And Lois is like worried uh, that he wouldn't trust her with a really big secret. I'm actually worried about her own big mouth. And Clark tells her it's not going to be so easy to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. But mm-hmm. also then they hug. And then the look on Clark's face is I'm lying to her. <laughs> uh, here I go again. <laughs> guilt, guilt of over lying to the one I love about who I am. All right. So, uh, that's persuasion. Let's uh, whip through conspiracy. This is this is probably the worst one this week. I don't know about you, but well, okay. The first three times I watched, it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it the first time I watched it. But by the third time, I appreciate. I grew uh, the appreciation grew. This one wears you down. This is the one where a scientist is abducting Kandorians to experiment on them because he was experimented on. So yep. he died. Anyway, this guy's from Teen Wolf. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he was like a he was like a ex hunter or something, or he was a hunter. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, it's One of the a, dads. It's been a while. One of the parent characters. Uh, we have a new Kandorian here. This is Feyre's sister Vala, who is just set up to die eventually. <laughs> yeah, she's got. She's crushing on Clark. Huge Cal L. Yeah, she's a huge Cal L stand. <laughs> and, you know, Clark just got her ideas and she's already has a job at a used bookstore. <laughs> and uh, she gets put into some sort of taco wrap by a gas mask uh, wearing guy. And this was a cool look. This was, it was pretty creepy. This kind of, it had kind of had a um, steampunk look to it. I guess so, but we just saw the Sandman in Absolute Justice. I mean, he was quick on the screen, but he was a guy that wore mm-hmm. a gas mask and gassed the people. Gas yeah. Bones. yeah. So I was wondering, did this, um, was this costume a reference to a villain or something? I don't know. No idea. Mm. Okay. They stopped printing those companion books in season seven. Uh-huh. I didn't get anything. Um, um, Lois gets a call from the wall or a message. What is the wall? The wall? You didn't get it? Um, no. Amanda Waller. Pam Greer. She's got her oh. checkpoint phone. You notice the phone was a checkpoint phone? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Feyre takes Clark away because Vala was kidnapped. Um, Tess confronts Ollie about the tower's destruction. Why aren't you so freaked out? And Ollie's just like, whatever. It was just a freak accident. And Tess tells Ollie to stop whoever is embezzling funds. Uh-huh. Okay, because Tess and Oliver are still in business together. Mm-hmm. And that's how Tess knows that there's money being taken. Yep. And so he goes, oh, this was a cute scene where he turns the music up. Yeah. And talks to Chloe. And Chloe's she like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, this is hot. He's like, no, this isn't a booty call. I wanted, so it, I been, wanted to do it on Lois's bed. Damn it. <laughs> so they've been having booty calls mm-hmm. off screen, in, in off camera view. Yeah. <laughs> so. Believe it or um, not, Chloe is kind of a dirty girl. Um, 
maybe Jimmy taught her some taught her some things with the whipped cream can and all that. But uh, yeah, yeah, it seems Chloe is like up for it <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so um, she shows him that she's just been borrowing the money. Yeah. So she's not telling anybody. She's not talking to Clark, and so she has to tell Oliver. You know, I, I, and which I can understand. Yeah. If you found out that somebody is going to kill you in the street in the future, you're going to do something to protect yourself. Yeah. Uh, last season, she trusted Clark. <laughs> she just was like, "I'll just put my whole faith in the Clark." And what happened? <laughs> Jimmy got murdered. Um, mm. Now she's like, her own life's on the line. Maybe it's time to like really like. Yeah, I trust Clark, but uh, I'm going to do other things too, which is a cargo container full of kryptonite weapons. And it's revealed that the ideas that she's been giving Clark have uh, tracking chips in them, so she can. She don't trust them. Nope. <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna make sure she knows where they are. Uh, meanwhile, Tess's people are taking photos. Uh, what else happened with that storyline? Uh, nothing. Like, oh yeah, the the uh, the container is empty, and then. Um, Tess shows up that the container is empty And Chloe's confused about it But Ollie Put them in a safe place And it's not going to tell Chloe where it is Hmm. Well there he is He paid for them (laughs) (laughs) He can do whatever he wants to with them Yep Uh, What else Uh, Okay so The captor The the Dr. Chisholm Is uh, Upset about aliens, and it's because they kidnapped him to begin with, and they were cutting. Yeah, he died. Yeah, and they brought him back, and then he reveals this uh, where they were working on his brain, mm-hmm. and he's and got like a canned ham look to his head. <laughs> so he kidnaps Lois, and he's making her do something. What was he making her do? Oh, it's to write it up uh, a whole thing about um, the, the aliens are among us. Listen, Agent Mulder, I'll I'll write your X-Files expose, but no one will believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he had been sending letters to her. People are sending letters, and they're not, they don't believe it, so they get thrown away. They get thrown away. (laughs) Um, Feora is telling who Clark, that Zod is a hero. And uh, he doesn't even know the man. Meanwhile, Zod is uh, the latest person to pretend to be a reporter of the Daily Planet. He swipes a press badge and glasses while there's, like, epic music playing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's the one that finds those letters. So he he's able to um, play Agent Zod that shows up um, to save Lois. But uh, he gets shot in the process. So, which was huge because, well, because earlier on, Zod and Clark have this conversation, and he gets mad at Clark, and he's going to hit Clark, and Clark grabs his fists, takes him down, and makes him realize, you have no powers, right. I have powers, right. you are you you are you are powerless against me, and that was to show to re, I guess for people just tuning in. That when Zod gets shot, he's going to die. Right. So Clark rescues them. <laughs> what a moron this Chisholm is. He like races his saw up and hits some wires and electrocutes himself. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, one, of the, one of the best ways. I love when a villain takes himself down. That's pretty funny. 
Um, and Clark says, my father's last wish was to save your life. And uh, and Zod looks at him. He's like, you can't save me. And dies. So Clark uses the kryptonite that was there to pierce his palm and squeezes a blood droplet, which instantly heals Zod. Mm. Holy crap. By the way, there's a deleted scene. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Feora and Vala meet up with Clark. Guess where? In the law? Yep. <laughs> How can we ever thank you? And uh, Feora gives Clark uh, his own pair of dog tags. So you'll never forget. You're one of us. And Vala like, gives him a hug and just like, it's like a long hug. <laughs> like like <laughs> Clark starts looking uncomfortable by the end of it. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, uh, Lois has a blood sample from Chisholm's lab and she, um, uh, but the, it gets stolen and his little note says, thanks for the blood sample, the wall. And there's a box left there with a white pawn chess piece, which is like, Lois is a pawn of the wall. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Okay. Get ready for some chess. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Uh, meanwhile, huh. Zod's on the roof. Feels like tells Clark he feels like a changed man, and they do the old Kryptonian forearm shake, and mm-hmm. uh, he's like faking that he's in pain. And mm-hmm. when Clark walks walks away, uh, he changes his composure and does a little leap of faith, and boom, he's flying, and he even buzzes the watch watchtower, which. Mm-hmm. Pretty risky, you know. Chloe's got eyes everywhere, but mm. oh, even flying down low, he flew down and almost hit like the sidewalk. Yep, yep, yep. But oh, something that Chisholm said that like it was nothing. I mean, it was like it freaked me out. He said, you know, they were experimenting. I mean, and I I think things that no human should think. And I'm like, oh my god, that freaks me out. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's he's got dirty thoughts like Chloe, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh, also there was like a little reveal in the coroner's office that uh, John Corbin, it, like they connect the dots that these experiments, John Corbin was one of them. You know, I mean, oh, that's like we knew it, but that. it kind of like reminded us. Yeah, they showed a little picture of an of a unconscious Brian Austin Green. So. Let's go to Escape. It's the one where the gang goes to a bed and breakfast. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Which I'm just gonna I'm just gonna assume it's Vermont where they where they go. Um, so you, oh, I bet y'all have bed breakfasts everywhere. Oh, they're all over the place. Yeah, I saw where Vermont is paying people to come live there. Oh, really? Ten thousand dollars. Wow. Maybe I can get ten thousand dollars just for being here. I don't know. I don't know what the stipulations are, but um, escape. Can I say this has the go ahead my favorite moment of the entire series? Oh, really? The entire series? <laughs> Clark singing in the shower. Oh yeah, Lois. <laughs> oh my gosh! I rewound that and watched it a million times. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, followed by, uh, uh, Chloe, uh, hey now, um, anyway, uh, I love that Lois packed for any sort of vacation that they're going to go on, <laughs> and it turns out they're, 
Clark's taking her to a Scottish place, and it's the McDougal Inn. And Chloe and Oliver are already there. It's she goes as Mrs. Miss, they go as Mr. and Mrs. Green. And they're like, "What kind of bed would you like?" Oh, a queen bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, supposed to be a shocking reveal, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. I know. Once you see her in the car driving off, it's like, "Who's driving?" Hmm, it could be Doctor Hamilton or. <laughs> Hmm. Who did she have chemistry with before? Uh, meanwhile, Zod is testing out his new super hearing and hears people ranting about the blur. Uh, Clark fixes a leak and uses his heat vision. Um, what else? Lois accidentally releases the Silver Banshee by scratching a painting mm-hmm. of the great uh, great uncle Bevan. And um, how there's this ghost that kills any killed any man that crosses uh, his her, her path or something because the she had her throne taken away from her Shaban. And I love Lois. This is like murder, mayhem, and misogyny. I can see why you left that out of the brochure. <laughs> <laughs> so we see these girls are getting possessed one by one. They get a streak of white hair, and. Um, and yeah, the, uh, we go. Oh, Chloe and okay, Chloe and Oliver get into a fight. What was it? Was this? Oh, this was after the next morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first, okay, back, back, back up. <laughs> yep. They're about to go to bed, and Clark asks Lois which side of the bed he, she wants because he wants her to be comfortable, and she says, "Oh, I will be comfortable." <laughs> she, but the subtext was, "I'm not nervous." <laughs> I'm not. I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried. I'm not. This is not. I'm not. I'm not afraid to go to bed with you. She has no idea. Yeah, and so how dangerous then, it could be. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. And, uh, she could end up in the next county. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then the next. Oh, I just got his morning. I, I wanted to mention uh, uh, Lois is looking good in this scene. Um. But and they're about to like hook up, but uh, there's this scream, and that stops things. And then yeah. when they go in the corridor, they everybody meets up with each other. Like what? <laughs> and uh, yeah, like nobody has sex. And and there's yep. all this this the next morning when they go down for breakfast, they're looking at each other like, "Did y'all have sex? We didn't have sex. We're all here to have sex." <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Um, but nobody does it. Well. Actually, I think it's implied that Chloe and Oliver did because they don't yeah, have a problem I think with each they other. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit of a trivia from the Smallville Wiki for you. As of okay. this episode, Oliver has slept with all the current female leads. Yeah. Good on him. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Lois kept Clark up all night talking about how messed up it is to the Oliver Chloe together. <laughs> but also, she took like three hours to get ready. <laughs> yes. Lois is just. She's high maintenance, man. <laughs> yep. And uh, such a such a great breakfast scene where Lois is just talking about how oh god this is so perfect I love it you know and she's so into it <sighs> and everybody else is like oh. <sighs> and it turns out that the reason why Clark and Lois are at the McDougal Inn is because he saw a brochure at at the talent apartment and thought it was Lois's but it was actually Chloe's. And and Oliver says you have to use context clues, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Lois has a clue reference. Mister Green in the bedroom with my cousin. 
But uh, Chloe tells Lois when they get alone together that her and Oliver are not a couple. Yeah. See, Chloe doesn't want to be in a relationship, and Oliver does. Mm-hmm. He buys. So. Uh, when after Oliver and Clark have a conversation about not taking Chloe for granted, Oliver buys her a gift and it makes her oh, it infuriates her. That's when she goes for a walk and then she ends up being the Silver Manchie. And that's how she ends up in the shower in the bathroom with Clark. And then and 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 she walks in and Clark is singing. It's so adorable. Because that's so unlike it's so unlike Clark. Yeah. Clark doesn't do things like that. <laughs> Maybe when he's alone, he does. <laughs> oh, you, you, and so, you, you kind of breeze past one scene. I just wanted to find out. I love the small talk scene between Clark and Oliver. <laughs> like, what have you been up to lately? Gonna save any orphans? <laughs> oh, I stopped a bank robbery. Oh, yeah, I'm trying a new compound bow out. Uh, <laughs> I just love that it's like a scene where there's, you know, I mean, eventually they get to the point where Clark is just like, all right, listen, I don't want Chloe to get hurt. Please don't take her for granted. And Oliver is very defensive about it and feels that's why he ends up buying the president because he's worried that he maybe is taking her for granted. He used to treat her nicely. Uh-huh. <sighs> and we get another Lois costume. Oh, yeah. She's wearing the kilt and the Scottish outfit. I don't know. But, uh, um, so she walks in on Clark trying to defend himself against Chloe. And I just wanted to point out another fact from the Smallville wiki, um, that this marks a full circle of Clark seeing all three of his love interests, uh, fully nude, um, with his x-ray and with physical vision, (laughs) Lana, (laughs) Lana, Chloe, and Lois. (laughs) Thank you, Smallville wiki for these, these great facts. Yeah, Oliver meeting up with uh, with Lois after she storms out. And he's like, you got any bagpipes to go with that outfit, Lassie? <laughs> he's so he's – so, uh, he's just laughing about it. Uh, but now she's being possessed. Oh, we missed the part where um, Tess and Zod sleep with each other. Uh, anyway, uh, just so you know, Zod's got a sweet back tat. Uh <laughs> His entire back. Wow! Is that is that's that the actors or is or is no? That? That's the sign that we saw in the little orb thing, the the little insignia that we see on the flag in the future. That's oh. like uh, oh, okay, yeah, some sort of symbol. Oh, they also have a loft scene. <laughs> yeah, we're, well, Clark and everybody's at the bed and breakfast. Yeah, they're like, let's yes. meet at the loft. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. And <laughs> Tess gets lifted up by the by the neck yet again. <laughs> Uh, but I, I do like the part where you know she's she's got kryptonite in her back pocket. She's ready for this, you know, and uh, and she says in every relationship one person stands while the other kneels, and I won't be forced down again. Which uh, I love, Tess. But uh, yeah, they, it, it, this is all hot for the both of them, so they end up in bed together. So they drive over to the Luther Mansion <laughs> together, or maybe fly. I don't know. And yeah, Zod didn't get any training from uh, from Jarrell, so uh, I guess uh, he's just a more experienced lover. I guess I don't know what. what. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I love that uh, Clark and uh, Chloe have that conversation quick uh, when they're looking for Lois. That that huh? that uh, that Clark's had some training and he's in control oh. of everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's all it's clear now. Clark can have sex. Good for him. Okay. Okay. Ugh. Okay. I mean, it's more appealing than Zod having sex. It's me. Yeah, but it's icky. I mean, it just having to have the conversation. Yeah. Well, it's so uncomfortable. This is what best friends talk about. Matter of fact, I got to talk to you about something after we get off the podcast. Uh, no, don't talk to me. <laughs> so yeah, the Banshee. I don't know. This costume looks ridiculous. It looks like uh, Oz's uh, werewolf costume from the from Buffy. <laughs> I was at first confused. Uh, I thought Lois was in the costume. I was like, poor Erica Durant. <laughs> but it, it, it's billed that the girl that was the hotel person played the Silver Banshee in the end. That's what I figured. Okay, because I, I I thought it was Erica Durant. I couldn't really tell. Because she was a ancestor. Um, so, um, Chloe gave Ollie her heart, and Ollie got her a spoon. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Ollie... Gives her some shit about um, having having something for uh, Clark's farmer's tan, and uh, <laughs> and she admits that yeah, in a smallville far far away, she did. She just wanted someone to get her, and that turned out not to be Clark. And uh, Oliver says it's Clark's loss. And uh, Clark and Lois are about to get down, but the phone rings at the end, and uh, he lets her answer. Stays close and pretends that. I'm not here. I guess I'll have to get used to sharing you. And it's the blur calling. Mm. What? <laughs> Find information on Tess Mercer. Don't tell anyone about it. So, Zod is playing the blur now. Lois is going to be so confused. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Love Escape. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to say anything more about it. My battery power says we should wrap up soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these, I mean, they they were mainly just, I mean, other than, you know, Zod, Clark inadvertently gave Zod his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this whole, Tess is not telling Zod this, and the, his, the people aren't, his, the other Kendorans are not telling Zod that. And, yep. Uh, Clark is keeping secrets from from Lois, even though she thinks that they are telling each other everything and they're getting closer mm-hmm. and that was it's nice to see, you know, their relationship deepen over these past few episodes. But other than that, it's pretty just fun. Yeah. These episodes were just fun. Yeah, I was hoping Not- you weren't gonna say filler because filler means like this is something we didn't need to watch. I mean, in a, yes, we didn't need to watch some of these episodes, but they were still fun, and they moved they moved mm-hmm. relationships along. You know, they mm-hmm. they weren't like. But the most important thing is Zod has powers, and uh oh, you know, and uh, yeah. Now we're now we're staring down the last six episodes of the season, but we're, that's what we're going to talk about next. Um, uh, have you started on any of them? Tell the truth. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> Seriously, no. Cool, cool. I, I can't imagine with the, the amount of times you rewatch these four. <laughs> I know. I couldn't watch them again. <laughs> what's the What's your favorite episode this week, though? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it would be between Escape and Warrior. Really, for me, it's Escape and Persuasion. It's, they're close ties. There's yeah. I mean, they're all three fun. Yeah. I think the Silver Banshee part of Escape brings it down. Um, mm-hmm. 
but all that awkwardness. So great. <laughs> it's so good. So funny. I love it so much. Um, so, and yeah, Warrior's great. Uh, I just, I guess I love Persuasion more because, you know, I don't know, some crazy stuff happens in it. I love the crazy Smallville episodes at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So shall I tell you what's up next? Please. We're going to be watching six episodes to close out <gasps> se- season nine. And then we're going to be doing. What? Yep. And then for the rest of season 10, we're going to be watching five episodes a week. And then the finale is just going to be its own episode. So uh, folks, if you're planning ahead or, you know, if you're living in the future, trying to catch up with us, <laughs> uh, that's what we're doing. So, are there are there weddings to come? Because I feel like I've seen pictures of weddings. Maybe you just saw a picture of Lois in uh, Martha's uh, wedding dress. See, that's what I wonder. Or or if I've seen, you know, Chloe and Jimmy's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's weddings. Okay. You think there's going to be one at the end of the season? I don't know. All right. Well, the six episodes we'll be watching are ready. Checkmate. Sounds like a, okay, sounds like so, a chess thing. <laughs> uh, so it's a is uh, will uh, will uh, Pam Greer be back? Mm-hmm. Uh, upgrade. Ooh, mm-hmm. isn't there a movie upgrade coming out? Yeah, soon? yeah, yeah. Don't watch <laughs> the movie. Watch the Smallville episode. Uh, <laughs> we won't be talking about the movie. Um, charade. No, we're not talking about the uh, Cary Grant movie. Sherrod. Uh, Sherrod. Uh, then Sacrifice. Mm. And Hostage. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's going to be trapped in a panic room again. Um, and then finally, Salvation. Ah. That's the season finale. All right, here are your teases. Uh, there's not too many. Uh, we'll see. Um Pam Greer returns to recruit the Justice League by any means necessary. Uh, bribery and brainwashing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a really memorable fight scene because it was shot very differently. Um, I really enjoyed Kind of stuck out to me. Wow. A villain that Steph doesn't like returns. <laughs> oh, that could be, that could be a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, Clark teams up with Zod and brings him up north. <laughs> oh, we go back to the yes. What you call it? Is it the uh, the Fortress of Solitude? Are you talking? Yeah, that the yeah, that thing. Okay. Uh huh. We haven't seen that in a while. Doug Witter returns. <laughs> oh, is he mayor now? <laughs> uh, last time I saw him, he was being attacked by a dog. <laughs> In his limo We'll see Uh, We meet the Black King of Checkmate Chess pieces So does that Is this like Amanda Waller's boss? We'll see She's the White Queen I believe Okay Uh, Chloe and Tess get trapped together To work out their differences Mm -hmm. Okay uh, Oliver gets branded. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, someone we miss very much returns. Mom. 
And we'll end off your teases with the last one. Who's ready for some Christ imagery? Are you? Are you ready? <laughs> um, I mean, it just depends on how they do it. They've done pretty good so far. They should. I hope it's not very blatant. Yeah. If it. And that's it. That's that's all your teases. Okay, six episodes. Yeah. Ready, set, go. We're ready. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye.